there. Welcome back. I'm Karen Hall, your host of the Hero Within podcast. I'm passionate about sharing inspiring true stories of unsung heroes who've overcome some of life's most challenging adversities. Come along with me and learn how you too can find hope and healing to return to love. This week, I had the privilege of interviewing Kristen Yaney, and one of the things that you'll immediately recognize when you hear her speak is how loving and centered she is. If you haven't had a chance to listen to her full story in Part 1, Episode 13, and Part 2, Episode 14, you'll want to listen to her first. She describes her spiritual experience in which God spoke to her, and she explained that deep calls to deep. I immediately recognized that scripture in Psalms. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. Psalms 42, 7. Let's read more of the verses surrounding this in the Bible. As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God, with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan, and of the Hermonites from the hill Mizar. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy waterspouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night his song shall be with me, and my prayer unto the God of my life. So what does this mean? In this scripture, the psalmist is fleeing his enemy, and he talks about panting. It is one thing to feel thirsty. It's another thing to be panting because the need is so great. It's an interesting play on words here that the heart, H-A-R-T, is panting. It is said that the heart is a male red deer, which is panting after water. This is likened to our heart, H-E-A-R-T, and our soul, panting after God and thirsting for God, longing to be in His presence. How can our tears be meat? I thought that was kind of an interesting description. Have you ever been in such intense grief that you've lost your appetite for food? I know it's probably hard to imagine, but I have been there. Not very often. I usually turn to food for comfort. But it can be hard to swallow when you are crying. And grief can be so strong that it removes our appetite. The psalmist describes feeling overwhelmed with troubles that keep crashing upon him. If you've ever been in the ocean trying to stay afloat and the waves keep breaking over your head, it's very difficult to catch your breath before you're hit with another wave. It's especially hard when waves crash over you in deep water. It's exhausting and it's scary. I've described my trials exactly like that. I have felt like I would just get a breath and another wave would hit. Often during those times, I would lament that I couldn't believe that I barely had time to gulp a bit of air before the next wave hit. 
And sometimes it felt like I drank in salt water because there wasn't enough time to draw in air. Deep calls to deep. Deep. What is deep? Let's think of that word deep. When you think of someone who is deep, you might think of a deep thinker or someone who is highly intelligent, insightful, contemplative, and observant, who reflects and has an abstract and analytical mind. A deep thinker looks at the whole chain of effects, impacts, and outcomes and is constantly wondering, questioning, and searching for meaning. In truth, I call them a truth seeker. Compare this to someone who we will describe as shallow, who is lacking experience or lacking empathy for another. Shallow-minded is lacking intellectual or mental depth. Shallow thinkers are either incapable and or sometimes too lazy to look at all sides of an issue or to explore the issues deeply before making a judgment or decision. A shallow thinker just looks at first-order consequences, and in one word, I would call them superficial. I thought of other ways that we talk about deep. We talk about being in deep trouble. Have you ever heard your mom say that? You are in deep trouble. And that means that the trouble is severe. During times of great difficulty, we call out to God from the depths of our soul, sometimes from the depths of despair, and God calls back from the depth of His love and mercy for us. When deep calls to deep, it can mean that in our deep trouble, we are calling out to the only source of help, the only one who has experienced the greatest depth of pain through His suffering for us by His infinite atonement. I have felt that deep despair that Kristen described when she said she had cried for seven years and was in deep pain. I think we've all had times when we have felt deep pain and we long for relief. You know, as humans, needing social connections is just how we're wired. We all long for friendships, camaraderie, support, romance. We don't crave a superficial interaction. We long for a real, meaningful conversation. In 1938, Harvard began a study of 724 males from a combination of disadvantaged and troubled families in Boston and Harvard undergraduates, including their spouses and descendants. This study lasted for over 75 years, and what they found, according to Robert Waldinger, director of the center conducting the study, was that good relationships keep us happier and healthier, period. You don't have to have scientific data to notice how invigorated and satisfied you feel when you feel truly understood during a good conversation. Compare that to the tension and stress you feel after an argument and the effect of not being able to sleep after arguing with your lover. It isn't how much money we make, our zip code, our academic achievements, our IQ, or what we do. It isn't the number of friends, nor if you are in a committed relationship or not. But it is the quality of our close relationships that impacts our health and happiness and deep relationships are still possible in our day where we often connect digitally, which is good news because sometimes we miss the good old days. While it's still often considered ideal and meaningful to connect in person, we can still feel connected and have a meaningful interaction in the digital space. 
When we call out for connection in our distress and someone provides that connection to us, this creates a strong bond between us. But when we are struggling and we need help in our deep waters, would we call out to a person who has only had experience wading in shallow waters? No. We would want someone who has had experience and understands how to navigate deep waters, like a lifeguard. He has been in deep waters, and he knows how to save us. When I am suffering emotionally, I don't seek out the person who looks or portrays that their life is perfect. I'm not sure that they would understand, and I doubt that they would have much to offer to me. I seek out someone who has also suffered. When we are in pain, panting for thirst, desperate for relief, we yearn for the emotional intimacy that only comes when we are aligned with someone that has that same level of understanding and ability to meet our needs. I look for someone with depth. We often describe this as depth of character, and often that depth is only produced through suffering. And oh, the inexplicable comfort when a deep person reaches out to me in my reaching and we connect. I feel supported and cared for and loved. I feel the joy of connection. Deep recognizes deep. It was interesting that Kristen didn't consider herself religious, yet when she heard God speak to her, her immediate response was to look up and ask, God? Is that you? She said the voice was so distinct and so different from her own that she thought it must be God. Her soul recognized her Creator calling to her. Many times when I have called out for help, mortals didn't know how to help me. But there is one who does know. The Savior suffered for me, and He knows how to comfort me. The Savior suffered for me. And he knows how to comfort me. I love this scripture in Alma seven eleven through 12. And he shall go forth suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind. And this that the word might be fulfilled, which saith, He will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people. And he will take upon him death, that he may loose the bands of death, which bind his people and he will take upon him their infirmities, that his bowels may be filled with mercy according to the flesh, that he may know according to the flesh how to succor his people according to their infirmities. The Savior knows perfectly the pain I am feeling. He understands me completely, and he knows my every need and my every weakness. He knows why this is hard and why I am struggling. He knows the exact thing I need to hear to support me and strengthen me and comfort me. He has suffered for all my sins and for all my pain. He knows exactly how I feel. While I love the joy of connecting with deep mortals who understand and support and love me, nothing compares to the love I feel from the Lord who perfectly understands. I loved hearing Kristen's spiritual awakening and her connection to the Lord. I celebrated her joy in the Lord reaching out to her. What a miracle! And that joy continues to sustain her as she looks for joy each day. 
The Lord is reaching for you, too. He wants your greatest happiness. He understands. He knows you better than any other. He has been there for me in my distress, and He is there for you, too. Oh, but one more thing. I promised to read some reviews. One reviewer said, Your last podcast was phenomenal. You and Kristen didn't want the visit to end. I could tell she was feeling the spirit, and I felt it too. I could feel your love for your guest. I love listening in. Be Brighter said, The messages Karen shared are pure truth. When applied to my life, I am happier and content. I love this lady and all that she stands for. Faye said, So insightful and with such warmth. Thank you, Karen Hall, for creating such an awesome resource. Another reviewer said, Great interview. Love and Laura said, Forgiveness brings more healing than you could ever imagine. Barb said, I love your podcast. Way to go, Karen. And another Laura said, Forgiveness for me is cleansing my heart. Acceptance for them is helping them be seen, heard, valued for being themselves. Quite healing and moving on all sides. Praise God. Thanks for sharing. Also, I want to give a shout out to my friend Sharla Olson. I feel connected to her because we share the name of Olson, which is my maiden name. Sharla is a mom of two, a fitness and nutrition enthusiast, a positive mindset ambassador, and a soul having a human experience, always hoping to love and serve better. She is from North Dakota and has had an assortment of jobs and life experiences that have provided her with wisdom and compassion for understanding others and leaving judgment at the door. She knows where she comes from, whose she is, and that her imperfections don't overshadow her purpose and ability to rise above them each new day. She is the host of From Her to Her podcast, a show for anyone where stories from women and transformational professionals allow everyone to feel heard, to feel inspired, and equipped for their transformations. She is working through her John Maxwell Leadership DISC certification and building her mentorship program. Stay tuned. Connect with her here at Linktree, and the link will be in the show notes. Stay tuned for our next episode on Monday for more inspiration. And again, I'm wishing you lots of love on your own hero's journey. Thank you so much for being here and listening to today's show. I know life is busy. I appreciate you and value the time we spend together. If you enjoyed this message, please subscribe, leave a review, and include any questions you have for our guest. I'll read your review and mention you by name in my Thursday episode. See the show notes to get the link to join our Facebook group, email list, and to listen and watch our episode on YouTube. Wishing you lots of love in your own hero's journey.